episode of the Bits and Pieces podcast. I am Nevada Drew, and as always, I am joined by George. Say hello. Hello. And by Gav. Say hello. Hello, everybody. Awesome. How are we all doing? Nobody has frozen in the East of the Beast. No, we are not <laughs> frozen. Beast of the nope. East. Good grief. I thought that was on purpose. Given this, is our, it, so. this is our second attempt at the, the intro, I think let's cut through the icy cold weather I, that is shit. I didn't know if we were going to mention it. Swiftly on to okay. to games because we're doing a quiz at the start now. Yep. Yes, that was a bombshell when you said it the first time. It was, but now was. you know. Second, now the twist second, ruined, second time around. I can't pretend to be surprised anymore. That's why no, everyone at home can Don't make be up for our lack of energy with the structural bombshell that we have dropped on this podcast. <laughs> Right, come on, George. The pod- Exciting. Uh, so this quiz. time, Let's we're quiz. starting with the quiz. Yes. Going to insert the uh, the Nevy quiz jingle there. That's just leaving a pause. It's the best jingle. Oh, God. I forgot <laughs> that it existed. Oh, it's a, no. it's a good jingle, now. I use it at every opportunity. <laughs> I know. I, I just forget it exists until I hear it when I listen to the podcast again. <laughs> so this week, I have got oh, a famous gamers quiz. Hello. Is it dinner time? No, it's quiz time. The idea nice. being that I'm going to name a game and some people that have at some point allegedly expressed an interest or passing knowledge of that game, which an internet publication has spun out into them loving that game. I mean, they might also love the game, but for this purpose, I just need any tangible evidence that they may or may not quite like the game. So I'll name okay. a game and I'll name some celebrities. You tell me which one likes that game. So, question one. Settlers of Catan, the very popular German board game of trading and wooden sheep. Nope, none of the sheep are wooden. Sheep cards. Wooden houses. (laughs) Wooden houses. (laughs) Wooden sheep. Nice. Settlers of Catan. Which of these people really likes Settlers of Catan? Kristen Schaal, Kristen Stewart, or Kristen Bell? Hmm... I'm going to go with Kristen Stewart. Who's Kristen Charles? She is pretty sure, (laughs) with like 95% confidence on this, she is the voice of... um, Oh, crap, I forgot the character's name. She's the the girl with the pink hat in Bob's Burgers. She is Mabel from Gravity Falls. And she is one half of a comedy duo with another lady whose surname I've forgotten. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for her. Great information. <laughs> yeah. It's probably her now that you know nothing about her. <laughs> I'll stick with me because I committed. <laughs> exactly. You've You're going down with the ship unless it, the ship is ascending into the sky, at which well, point Well you're all my going to those answers are both wrong. Fuck. It is in fact no. Star of the Good Place, uh Kristen Bell. Nice, ah. nice. Why did you put the first one in when you don't know who it is? Well, no, I know who it is. I can, I can very clearly picture her in my head. I just, I well, just, okay. just listed her whole career afterwards. So. Yeah, I, I just couldn't think of uh, Louise. She She's Louise person. in Wolfsburgers and Mabel in right. Gravity Falls. Got you. Cool. But does not like wooden sheep. But is has expressed no public interest in Settlers of Catan. <laughs> no, no. She might like wooden sheep, though, just not wooden sheep in... Well, oh, okay, okay. She might be. She might have might be been looking for wooden sheep, but she can't find. <laughs> might, them. might be a massive wooden sheep enthusiast. 
Yeah, she's in which like, case she wouldn't like Settlers of Catan because that no, game contains no wooden sheep. No wooden sheep in it. She'd no. be raging. She she wants to go and play Agricola has wooden sheep. I think uh, probably yeah. yeah. Those games are just full of awful wooden resources that yeah. Or she wants to you know um, maybe she wants to make like a a sheep of Troy or something. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> been. I mean, we've got no evidence that she's enjoyed board games, or at least my tertiary research turned up none. Okay. Uh, it is in fact so we're both Bell, wrong. the actress. That she invited she well she hosted a competition for a member of the public uh to come and play Settlers of Catan with her and her husband, Dax Shepherd. Must have been an awkward game. So she seems like a, a nice lady. Probably might have been quite fun. I mean unless it got really cutthroat and like I mean, it's quite a cutthroat game. It's like super competitive. Do you want to trade a brick for a sheep? And it's like, nah, nah. Yeah. nah. I mean, it's, it must be bad enough. Like, it's like hard enough meeting like your heroes, I suppose, in inverted commas. And then you've got to try and beat play them settlers. Game. Of <laughs> you know what they say, boys? Never play settlers of Catan with your heroes. Yeah. Let's okay. So so far, zero points for the both of you. Zero. Can you pull it back as we go into round two? Or question two? It's not really a second round. This is all one round. (laughs) Question two. Which of these three people has expressed enjoyment of the role-playing game Dungeons and Dragons? Is it Vinnie Jones? Vin Diesel? Or Vincent Van Gogh? (laughs) 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 <laughs> he was ahead of his time, Vincent Van Gogh. Cut off his ears so he could better roleplay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happened. He, he, you know, his character lost an ear in the game, so he Might. he takes it seriously. Oh yeah. dear, is it B Vin Diesel? It's Vin Diesel. It is, as he's appeared he's... in the YouTube series D and Diesel. He's got a tattoo of his character, <laughs> if my understanding is right. Oh dear, I love that you like ran out of V named famous people. <laughs> it's very hard to find famous God. people named Vincent. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're thinking Vincent, you might as well go with Van Gogh. Yeah. I mean, Vin Diesel owns his own game studio. Yeah. The, the ones, I can't remember, what are they called again? Uh, Is it Tygon Studios? Oh uh, yeah. Like they, they make, they, they make stuff. Yeah, I can't even remember. I can't. I, I might. I keep thinking that they had something to do with publishing one of the Riddick games, but I don't know if that's just because Vin Diesel's in it. No, I think I think that's true. Actually, yeah, he he like loved the Riddick series. I think it's because he loved the Riddick series so much. He like got a studio to make yeah. a Riddick game. It made um something else. Oh, a car game of some sort. Yeah, Wheelman maybe. Oh the, yeah, that yeah. Is he, a game. Was, he was that definitely game. in that. That exists. That does exist. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I know nothing about whether it's good or bad, but I, I know the name off the top of my head. Anyway. Okay, question Onwards three. and upwards. It's neck and neck. It, the game yes, it is. is World of Warcraft. The people, yeah. is it Mila Jovovich, Mila Kunis, or Ezra Mila Miller? His, his name's Ezra Miller. I couldn't find the third Mila. <laughs> <laughs> so either either you've just played an incredible bluff in trying to set us off the trail or we have a 50-50 chance here I can see Mila Kunis playing World of Warcraft actually so I'm going to go with that 
I'm sticking with B all the way. Apparently, Ezra, Ezra Miller is a strong contender. Could be him. I'm I'm gonna say I don't know Mila Jovovich. Why not? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I want to take a different answer. Mila Jovovich, the star of the Resident Evil films. Mila Kunis, star of several films, and Ezra Miller, what plays the Flash in the DC films. It is. What a guy. It is Mila Kunis, star of oh no films. Yeah. Films. Films. Those films, <laughs> yeah, uh, those Star films. The seventies show. That seventies show. She's from. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. No uh, trailing. Yeah. You are. It's two. No. It's two to one. To and after I won a quiz that one time. <laughs> Never again. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, okay. Question four. Which of these people enjoyed Little Wars, a miniatures war game? Is it? Orson Wells, H.G. Wells, or Dawn Wells? Who's Dawn Wells? You know, Dawn Wells, star of Gilligan's Island. Okay. Alright, fair mm. enough. I'm, I'm going to say Big Orson. Why I'll, not? I'll go with H.G. then. Oh, it's another point for Nevi. I have oh, no, no idea who Dawn Wells is. I didn't expect anyone to know who she was. I just had to <laughs> expect I, anyone I, to ask. I did a quick search for famous people named Wells, and she she came up. Famous people in a well. <laughs> Wells, Wells, Wells. I've lost a point again. It make it doesn't make sense considering the stuff he's written. So, fun fact: Little Wars, the miniatures game, was in fact was actually written and created by H.G. Wells. Oh, that's cheating, isn't I it? See, I, that's thought, cheating. I thought I'd heard he, he made a... Yeah, so like he and like a friend of his were just really into playing with little lead soldiers. Yeah. And so like it started with them, so setting them up, and then they had a little like toy cannon, and they'd just be like firing them at each other soldiers. And so he yeah. wrote up a full set of rules to play with the toy soldiers. Nice. It has the best name ever. It is called Little Wars, colon, a game for boys from 12 years of age to 150... And for that more intelligent sort of girl who likes boys' games and books. <laughs> and what what year did this game come out? 1913. 1913. I just, I don't know why, I just assumed it'd be more recent. And I was like, well... <laughs> I mean, H.G. Wells has been dead a while, so... He has been <laughs> yeah. dead a while. I mean, in fairness, so is Orson Welles, but... Just less a while. Less a while, yeah. Oh, well, now I'm... Two points oh, behind oh, Wells. Nevi yeah, so, oh, oh, wow. is beginning oh, oh. to gain an almost insurmountable lead. Almost. But there are still I'm almost four, well ahead. four questions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh continue yeah, quickly. Four questions <laughs> Fine left, so me. it's still enough time to recover that lead. So Hit me with the questions like Project HG Gotham Racing. Those cards. Ooh, classic. Is it Jack Black? Jack Nicholson? Or Nicole Kidman. <laughs> well, Whenever you say the last one, you always seem so unconvinced by it being an actual person at first. I mean, it's gotta be Jack Black because he's—I mean, he is a, a bit of a nerd, and yeah. he, he definitely does play video games. Could be, no, no, I, I mean, maybe, maybe like in his in his in his old age, Jack Nicholson just sits around playing a uh, playing. PGR and posting on Twitter under the handle yeah. at drill, but you know, I think Jack Nicholson would be a particularly terrifying like Twitch streamer. 
It'd be incredible, actually. I'd I'd love to see that. Someone should get Jack Nicholson on Twitch. They should. Jack Black is the obvious answer because he also has been in a video game. You guys are too good. You've both got a point. It was, in fact, Jack Black. Rather, neither of us got a point. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) You didn't didn't, didn't have Nicole Nicole Kidman down for a big fan of Project Gothic Racing? I, you know what? It's, so, it's the Project way you said Gotham her name. Racing. Well, I was I was trying to emphasize the connection between Nicholson Project Gotham and Racing. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't find another Jack, so I went for Nicholson. <laughs> Sounds kind of like Nicole. You couldn't find another Jack. Well, I just gave up. You just gave up. <laughs> you just gave up. You just going Jack White. Freezer <laughs> crowd. Well, let's move on. Number six. <laughs> Which of these people is a big Halo fan? Danny DeVito, Ooh. Daniel Craig, or Craig David? <laughs> uh, oh God, I I would love the idea of Danny DeVito playing Halo. Same, but I'm pretty sure it's. Uh... As you can imagine, Danny DeVito doing anything in it, just being hilarious. Uh, it would be I, so I good. It, I think it's B. I think it's B again. I've discounted C from I, all of the answers. It's never C. I want it to be Danny DeVito, so I'm going to answer Danny DeVito. Uh, I'm afraid nobody's got a point. Daniel Craig oh, no. expressed no. an interest in Halo. If Look, if nothing else, the fake reality that my question creates is better <laughs> than the real reality that the answer creates. You wouldn't, fact, you wouldn't want to watch Craig David play Halo? Craig, yeah. <laughs> that'd be pretty there, good actually. There is an always sunny episode where Danny um, <laughs> DeVito's character does like, play some sort of VR like first person shooter games. So, oh, not yeah, beyond the realms true. of possibility. <laughs> he gets like PTSD and stuff. I think one of Craig David's songs is just all about blood gulch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love me some Road Hot Road and some Hot. Oh dear. Man. <laughs> Have, have I won? Or, 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 uh, I, I, I think he's I think you've got won. Points, so I mean, well, you might as well might as well finish this victory lap. Yes. If we've got Call of Duty, is it Michael Phelps, Michael Serra, or Mike Myers? Right. What game was it? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. The article. I mean, didn't Michael Serra is one. So just all of them. I mean, Michael Serra is the obvious answer, but he's also like a massive hipster. Like, I mean, I've seen like a, vi- a video where he goes over like his taste in films, and it's like Ingmar Bergman and stuff. Yeah. So, but then so, again, so maybe right, like so, his his guilty release is just quick scoping. Cod, I uh, the <laughs> montages. He's, like, he's in phase. Quality, you know, like yeah. avant garde German cinema. One night, oh, three sixty no scopes the next. <clears throat> no, exactly. Like so, Michael Phelps is the swimmer, right, and not the the. The the weird Christian guy, uh, yeah, the yeah, swimmer. swimmer. Okay, I gotta say Michael Sarah. I don't know. I can't. Plus, B's always been right. So, <laughs> uh, it has, it? yeah, I really should have noticed that from away. from my layout. Like, <laughs> it's never C. Sometimes it's <laughs> for <A>. half, <laughs> uh, at least fifty percent of the answers have had B as the correct answer. Well, you know, so I'll go with A because I might as well. <laughs> oh. He's got another point. This is oh. this is this is a massacre. For fuck's sake! I was, <laughs> was Michael. Phelps. I was right. Jesus Christ! Gets out the was, pool and just <laughs> immediately runs. Like my clan needs me. 
That's why he's so fast. Yeah, he's got, he's got a schedule. He, he starts a game and has to go AFK for the match. Uh, the, like, <laughs> the American Olympic team are like, Michael, we need you down the pool tonight. And he's like, this is game battles night. My team's ranking depends on this. <laughs> okay, final question. Wow, I can't believe I got that one right. I, I was just picking the one that wasn't the one that you picked and that wasn't C. So <laughs> you'll just rely on the fact that Gav is wrong. The, yeah. This is. It's just look. In many ways, I think in life, like being consistently wrong is better than being inconsistently right. At least I have the courage of my convictions. <laughs> it's like if you're outside and it's icy. Ooh, current reference. And you see other people fall over on a p- patch of ice. You avoid it. So your Gav is your ice patch faller. Yeah. <laughs> Gav walks directly towards the patch of ice. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy who looks at the patch of ice and I'm like, well, it won't it won't get me. Maybe I could do a sick slide, because that'd be cool. <laughs> so Do we still have a question or is for that one last one? one last question? Can, right. can they just nice. bring it home? Party points. Overwatch. The fun game of characters and cheating. <laughs> so what's it's that, so what it says in the box. Loot the fun game of characters and choosing <laughs> for boys aged <laughs> 12 to 100,000. Uh, Clive Owen, Owen Wilson, or Michael Owen? Uh, Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. Owen. Clive Owen. It's... Gav has got a a redeeming point. B, 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 B. Five of these I, I are might, a B. I might have actually heard that somewhere, like, <laughs> that he's into it. I don't know why, but then, I mean, I'm pretty sure... I think sure I saw a photo of him, of him, like, showing up at an eSports um, yeah. thing right. for Overwatch. And again, I'm pretty sure that there's enough montage uses of him saying, wow, that, that it's got to be true. <laughs> be a great voice line for a character. <laughs> you all, you're the worst thing, just having someone spam wow at you that they killed you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got, right. I've got my my voice line on Diva set to GG, and it's just, <laughs> I just spam it because I'm a terrible. It's person, painful. But, yeah. It's painful. But you guys didn't, you just didn't fancy Michael Owen for being a, a big old Michael Owen fan. Football nah, seems like one. No, because he was number C. <laughs> was number C, yeah, exactly. Was C? There was no right C, was there? Uh, Chris and Bell was the only. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. C. Oh, I I blocked that one out of my memory because I got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty convincing win for Nevi there. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced <laughs> at all. Recount. <laughs> Uh, and we'll have all of those people as guests on the show next week. Um, exactly. Yes. An all-star cast. Even including the ones that were wrong. I mean, <laughs> Danny DeVito, Jack Nicholson, they're all going to be here. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have both yeah. Orson and H.G. Wells in to talk about yeah. miniatures games. Yeah, Van Gogh's going to come in and tell us about the role-playing set. Yes, exactly. It's happening. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, man, there was a... Qu- I like that. It's, it must just be a conditioned response by now. I'm getting that like, like you know, like the, the almost, like like you've rushed to the bathroom and you're you're there kind of feeling that you usually get at the end of the podcast. I'm getting that now, yeah, because we've just <laughs> okay, done the I'm quiz that too. But no, nope, we've got a, there's a whole pod ahead of us. We've got to you know we've got to keep going. We've got to steal ourselves we do. for the content. 
the things that are happening ahead? Where is the, the list of big things? Well, the first <coughs> one is everything else. Right. Cool. After well, how is how is everything else? Because I I got a switch. I've joined the cool switch club. I You've spend, joined. I, sp- the... I spend my evenings hanging out on park benches with my young, attractive switch model again. friends next to. That a... was that's what all of us do now, isn't it? Like yeah, we, just... we just we just we just rock up to a park bench park bench and pop open our switches. I sit around in the skate park after popping a probably yeah. an ollie. Like I, um, you know, I, I watched I the trailer. I didn't you know I didn't think it would it would happen, but it's like a hundred percent accurate. Exactly. All my friends are gorgeous now. And yeah. I mean, you know, no one is less than an eight. And we all play Splatoon together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna say anything, but you really shouldn't pop Ollie. He, he doesn't like it. <laughs> but, <laughs> he deserves it sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah, we just find athletic looking locations to, to go and play the switch. Exactly. I do it in the gym. And do it. Whack out a set. Yeah, on the treadmill. Do some oh, squats. Doing your weights, which with a, with a whatever they're called, nunchuck. What are they called? The hand, the holdy hand thing. Holdy hand. Joy cons. <laughs> Joy cons. I, I thought you. Were, I thought you were trying to release a piece of gym equipment. I was like gym nunchucks. <laughs> gym oh nunchucks. dear. <laughs> I use those all the time. Old. <laughs> Holy hand things. Joy Cons, yeah. Oh, that was meant to be funny, That's... but it was just awful. <laughs> it was funny. I thought it was funny. It was funny for the wrong reasons, though, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> Do some rock climbing. It's got some holy hand things. So, you, know, yeah, you get to the I've top. Been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild as a result. And <laughs> That's good. It's really good. I mean, yeah, everyone was right. It's a real, it's a real good game. Cool. You're not even slightly tempted to just be like, no, this is crap. <laughs> just, just so everyone would be like, you're wrong, George. No, I mean, because it has a real nice, it has a really nice intro as games go, because it just dumps you into, dumps you in so quickly. Yeah. Uh, no though, faffing about. The, it took so long to get some clothes for Link. <laughs> like, I just didn't have any for, <laughs> I didn't, I, until I got to, I think it's called like Kakariko Village, which is like after you've left the starting area, didn't have any clothes. Wait, didn't have any clothes? None. Oh no! I kept I kept waiting for the game to be like, oh, and here's some clothes, but she's never got any. Don't you? Like, you? I don't know how you did that without getting. Isn't there a bit where you have to go in the cold bit and you need to get a warm? Yeah, it was, did you just it was really di- it was really difficult. I just had to keep eating food to stop myself from you, dying. You can go to the guys. I don't know. Just just so you can go to the guy's hut. You know the the old guy. Yeah. who is an old guy. You can go to his hut. And he's like, if you get me some some peppers, I'll give you my my warm top. Oh, rather than just running around in your I see, I got skivvies. I got neither the peppers or the warm top. So you just ate <laughs> yeah. a ton of hot food. Yeah, it wasn't even hot food; it was just food that kept me alive. Because basically, yeah, basically, the, the game starts oh, out it, in this like starting area. that's kind of this big plateau. Yeah, that are sort of above the map, and it's like, right. and you run around and complete these kind of shrine puzzle areas and once you've completed four this guy is like oh, I'll give you my glider and then you get a little paraglider oh, cool. that lets you that basically lets you descend off the plateau cool. so it's a little like mini world and part of it is this frozen area where one of the temples is which you can only get like and so while because the game the game's like systematic systems I guess systematic uh, systems the, they're the, good the systematic systems I'll just, they're awesome like 
Because just like everything works in the way that you think it would work. So it's like, that bit looks cold. I'm not wearing any clothes. I'm going to freeze to death. <laughs> Or, I, and I you do. The idea of you running around in your skimmies. And like, so basically, it meant that I was, I had to just like gather a ton of apples just so I could keep healing myself in order to make it to the top of this mountain. It, I, I that's impressive that that's the way you tackled it. Because I I just wondered about. It. I was like, oh, I'll die if I got there. So I just wondered about. It. Eventually, found this guy's hut. Still was clothes. Bing bang boom. That's life. Yeah, it was but, a combination of eating apples and like running to the little fire fires that were sort of along the way and guarded by. Boko, Boko goblins. Rather than I don't know, just like Link running around in his speedos. I mean, yeah, and I was like, and- poor Link. He's just, he, yeah, he's just in these sort of tiny little speedo things, and it was just so long. Like, I, sh- mean, I know there's like, and everyone judged me. I showed up in the village, and I got some weird comments. No doubt, you just <laughs> wow. I mean, I know I there's a lot, you- but yeah, honestly, I think it's because like the game is so, it gives you so much freedom that you can tackle everything in kind of uh naked you can tackle everything naked well yeah you can tackle everything <laughs> naked but it's like the, it's like the game is just like here you go here's the world and ge- like, um, it, uh, like, it, like it's really cool like it gives you the starting like the the game ending quest from basically yeah, the start yeah. of the game and so like the only thing in for a while like the only thing in your quest book is just the game ending quest but yeah. obviously if you try and attempt it you you die this is why this is why I like you know this escapist media you know, you can unlike unlike in real life, where people will call the police, you can tackle all of life's greatest challenges with no clothes on, in in the way God intended. Well, I kept expecting the game to be like, oh, and here's some clothes. here's some trousers. But like, yeah, there's so much that the game just like it's just like off you off your pop, go and do it, and then there's a lot of you can just like kind of like figure out for yourself. <laughs> Get some clothes, like like having some clothes. Well, that's yeah. but like oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I know there's a lot of people who are really into Link in, in his in his speedos, but that's killed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! You just actually playing it on the on the tube, <laughs> 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 running around in your, in your speedos. Oh dear! And it's funny. killed Nevi. Yeah, yeah it's, and it just looks a bit old because he's got you know he's got a sort of small armory's worth of equipment on his back. There's just nothing else. Jangling around. <laughs> slapping off his butt. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, well... But yeah, yeah so I, mean, I spent most of It is impressive. Yeah. But I, I absolutely love it. Like, it's just nice to have a game that is so free as open world games go, because it's not... Because it, it just declutters everything. Like, there are absolutely a minimal number of little icons that appear on the map. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like everything, everything that you're supposed to do is just like part of the game. Nothing really feels like it's like on top of it or overlaid. It's really good in that way. Yeah, it's it's almost it almost feels empty in a way that I think just coming from other open world games where you're so used to just being constantly told, "Go here, do this." Here's a yeah. Here's your shopping list. Here's a ton of chores. It's just like cause I just spent so long just wandering around. Just doing stuff, and I just, and that will like it wasn't wrong. Like I was just gathering food, spent a lot of time just cooking, which you which is a delight. The cooking system's great. It's good fun. I always forget what my recipes are, but it is good. Yeah, like it's it's 
yeah, and it's it's nice you just pop stuff, you sort of chuck it in. Yeah, like you just put it, you just you just basically you, you go through your inventory, gather everything into your arms, and then <laughs> launch it. You have like physically dump it into a cooking pot. <laughs> and then it and then it cooks and you it's like and then you get to what it's it's almost like opening a loot box because it has that same sort of like <laughs> satisfying animation and then it like pops out with a usually a meat kebab. Usually like 90% of the times a meat kebab. But sometimes it's a strong one, a powerful one. Yeah, it's 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 good. Yeah, no. Very So how far are you in it at the minute? I am just tackling the first big water the divine beast divine beast from the east which one which one have you taken on first the elephant the elephant the elephant is the standard first one i think usually at least it's the one i did first yeah it's like it's just a game you just explore and as you explore just i mean just basically the closest one to the first village, so yeah, you just you kind just, of go around anti-clockwise. I think almost like it's. I guess it maybe it's probably just the design of the map in the sense that like the valley almost kind of funnels you, yeah, towards it. It's uh, the easiest one to get to. Like the other ones, you have to have go, you have to go on a bit of a journey to get to them, which is pretty good. Yeah, like I'm um, still don't know how I feel about the like the, the fact that all of your weapons break, though it's quite like mm. though it is just interesting and it constantly just forces you to just approach stuff weirdly like yeah it's a great game for giving you tons of tools and just being like here's the thing oh here you go you solve it and yeah but i know what you mean it's a bit frustrating that they do break yeah but at the same time it's like it forces it kind of forces you to improvise a lot and i really like the way the puzzles are designed in the same way that it allows you to improvise yeah, yeah, definitely. To so say, like if, like, like, if you took a puzzle game like Portal, there's, like, a set way that you solve it. And it's still fun mm-hmm. to, to work out what that way is. Yeah. Whereas this, it's just, like, here are a load of systems. It's kind of up to you to just force a weird, janky thing that you did and you came up with. doesn't matter what you did as long as it works. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I think it's one of the only open world games to have properly, like, I mean, open world RPGs, that kind of genre, to have properly, like, embraced, like, physics-based stuff as, like, a core of the game. Like, even in, like, games like GTA, they're pretty secondary, but in, like, RPGs, it's almost never even, you know, there. But, like, there's been a few times I've, like, solved a puzzle in Breath of the Wild, and then I've gone back, and I've just looked at it, and it's, like... And I've, like, seen the right way to do it in my head and thought, I did it a totally different way. Like, like that wasn't right at all, but it worked. Yeah, like, everything kind of interacts with everything else. Like, there's a, there's a full weather system that, mm-hmm. like, it snows or it rains. And when it rains, it's harder to climb because things are slippery and fires <laughs> get put out. Or And, like, there's a fire system and... And you can't use bomb arrows. Yeah, like, if you shoot a fire arrow in the rain, it's going to go out. Like, all of, just everything interacts in just logical ways. Yeah. Because, like, just all the systems are just constantly interacting with each other. Uh, and it's, it's just a wonderful sense of, like, like if, if you think about something and you can achieve it, it's possible. Like, it's not, the game won't, like, artificially stop you from doing it most of the time. Like, like if you see, like, a big enemy that you don't think you can beat, and also a massive rock, like put two and two together, whack him with a big rock. Or if you want to, like, 
launch yourself over a big gap by like stasising a box, whacking it a ton of times, and standing on top of it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like that's, that's, that that's, the, that's the really cool thing that I just hadn't seen anything about. And it was sort of an interesting surprise was you get these, I think they're called runes. Yeah. And they're basically a load of interesting physics powers, basically. Mm-hmm. And you've got one that lets you pick up, like, pick up certain objects. It's like basically like a magnet, and you can, like, yeah. certain boxes can be picked up, or, like, cranks. You can use it to, there's, like, a giant crank on the wall, and you can use it to, like, sort of latch onto the crank and twist it, and that turns a mechanism, and lift certain things. And then you've got stasis, which lets you freeze certain objects in time. Uh, and so, like, say there's a there's a boulder, you freeze it in time, and then if you whack it loads, basically all the kinetic energy that gets imparted onto the boulder stores up. So when it becomes unfrozen in time, all the kinetic energy is released in that moment. So, like, hitting oh, yeah. it with a sword wouldn't do anything usually because you haven't got enough power. But if you repeatedly hit it while it's frozen, then you see this, like, arrow appear of the kind of the resultant kinetic energy, like the resultant forces that will happen when it unfreezes. So you can freeze something, like smack it loads with a sword, then climb on top of it, and then it will just That's cool. sail you off into Ping the away. Distance. It's good. That's really cool. I hadn't heard anything about that. That's really yeah, and you've got... Yeah, it's, it's a feature I didn't really hear that much about. No, and I, was, I found it. I was like, wow, this is really cool. And like, you've got a... You've got like an ice system that lets you like f- create ice pillars in water. Uh, you've got... And then you've got bombs that you can just sort of summon at will. It's like it's it's one of those games where like, I mean, I, as much as I appreciate all the games I grew up playing, like it's one of those games that really impart on you why it is that the Zelda series has had such an effect on people when they're young. Because I think it would just be an incredible game to play in your childhood, like just spectacular. Just because it's it's one of those things that just you can you can do anything. Well, not anything. You know what I mean? Like it. It puts you in its system and doesn't tell you no. Yeah, it's expansive, isn't it? it? Everything seems to make sense in the world, which is... Yeah, or like, and there's loads of just things it just it doesn't tell you and you kind of discover for yourself. Like, I didn't know you could surf on your shield. Yeah, it took me ages to figure that out. I think I did it by oh, mistake cool. once. So, yeah, like, you, what? like if, you, if you jump and then onto a slope and then... Block while, and press while, A, While, while blocking and press... Yeah, I think press A, you like jump and surf on your shield. Or if you... I hadn't realised that when you, if you're in the air and you pull out your bow and aim, it like freezes time. Yeah, it goes slow mo. Goes like cool. slow There was one. Well, actually, one thing that I thought was I thought was fascinating was so like by default on the Switch, it has like motion control enabled. Yeah. For for mm-hmm. aiming, which I didn't realise. So you can still aim with the analog stick with your bow, but I just thought it was really aggressive, like uh, sort of rescue shake oh right and it was just uh, but it was just the fact that you know i had slightly you were, shaky you were on the tube i had i was on the tube or had like shaky hands or just wasn't sitting particularly still that it was difficult to aim and so initially i was like which is really cool because it's like you know how in there's like like the shooter trope of like hold shift while aiming to hold your breath yeah you it was a literal physical thing of like tense up you need to tense and hold your breath just to hold the console still <laughs> to to like have to reduce the shake and then and, and i was looking through the settings and it turned out it was just mo- that's just motion controls yeah because you you can't just aim 
by like tilting the Joy Cons or the, the entire console if you've got them connected. Mm-hmm. But I reckon that's just a, a cool little thing that that's probably like enabled it by default. Didn't tell you that motion control is enabled just so that it's that kind of holistic vertical shake. The the only thing the only issue I had with it was um <clears throat> like I was doing the when you get like the physics based puzzles in the dungeons. Because I was playing it on the TV with the Joy-Cons in their Wii um, like controller config, like it, I, I couldn't figure out how to get it working properly, because that doesn't work like in a way the same way that tilting the whole console does, and that that messed me up a bit uh-huh. until I like figured out what I was supposed to do. Because I was like, why is this not tilting properly? Like I, I undocked it and I was like just wanging it back and forth, wasn't working. But yeah, anyway, I I really liked it the motion stuff they do in most of the game anyway. Yeah, I mean, basically, like, the other thing I've been playing <clears> is which basically that and a couple of goes on Jackbox Party, which is, like, a... You haven't heard Jackbox Party. It's sort of a, a pack of, like, virtual board games, almost. Yeah. Well, they're kind of, like, word... They're kind of, like, sort of party games, like, um... If you've played Monikers or... Kind of like a lot of them are sort of word association or like sort of fun drawing games. Yeah, or like fun lying <laughs> games or business games. Yeah, and it's just like a sort of pack of those. Um, there's four now. I've got Jackbox Party Pack 4 because it was the one on sale. Um, they're all good fun. Yeah, no, they're, they are like... I really like, I think, I've only played... I've played Fibbage, which is a quiz where you have to... Everyone gets asked a question and you have to answer the question you like put in a fake answer then all the answers that everyone's put in get shown and you've got to pick out the correct answer that the computer provides and then you get you mm. score additional points if people choose your fake answer yeah. and all the questions are like really obscure weird things that unlikely that you'll know their actual answer to um yeah which is quite nice yeah, and a lot of a lot oh, of fun is just is just putting in stupid stuff so that you nonsense you, you answers. Get a, you get a running joke yeah. going. I think yeah. that one has like it's got have two different versions of fibbage. Yeah, because so there's, 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 the, there's the classic version and there's the one about yourself. Yes, yeah, so there's another one where one person is the quizmaster and they're putting in like sort of like questions about them. Hmm. I ha- which I haven't actually tried yet. It's it's pretty funny. I yeah, cool. I think Fibbage is the runaway best game in the fourth one, but I've got a soft spot for the others. Like in some of them, there's like one or two that are just like naff. But I think four has a, a relatively, at least if not completely solid, at least quite creative lineup. Some of them take a while to get used to the rules, which I think is a downside. Because I mean, with stuff like Fibbage, you just get it straight away. Like yeah. anyone who's not even touched it before, it's just like here it is. Here's the answer. Click what you think's right. Put in a lie. Like it works. Yeah. And the others, the, com- the rules get a bit complicated. I remember in was it three or two? There was this one about being a ghost, like or, or it was like a murder thing, and it made no sense and was obscenely complicated, and no one could understand it, especially not when drunk, <laughs> as people will be at a party. But yeah, yeah, no, like and it's, it's if it like it's great for switching because you can you basically carry it around and put it. On demand, and you play. You everyone interacts with it via their phones. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, that's one. Yeah. The, one thing I would like to see for him is just the fact that 
you've got these like four different packs of games. Like if you own multiple packs, it's just an, you just get them all through the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like they would all go into like a central game. Whereas if you want to play, say, like Image Three, and then a different game that's not in the same pack, you've got to quit the game and then launch a new game rather than just being able to access the games through the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. Uh, so, what's we'll, next on the old agendary type thing? We, were, we had a, a fairly uh, intense topic, I suppose. This is the actual thing. Unless Gav, do you want to talk about Stellaris and Into the Breach before we dive into that? Um, yeah, I suppose. Kind of uh, basically just what I've been doing is playing Stellaris. The Apocalypse expansion came out last week or the week before I can't remember time's been an absolute mush um but yeah I've been managing badly many star empires playing around with the new the new civic picks they're all really interesting like they've added a lot to the game with the new one and completely like reworked the way that combat works they've reworked the way you know like a territory control works Mostly for the better, but there, it definitely needs some tweaking. It still feels a bit, a bit time in the oven right now. Yeah, because there's some things that are just wonky. Like they added a, basically the new war system involves a, a score called war exhaustion, and the idea is that as you participate in battles, you know, depending on how many ships you lose, or if your planets get occupied and so on, the idea is, I guess, that your empire will get more and more war weary. Um, and eventually it just reaches 100%, and what that does is, it's a bit weird, I didn't realise to begin with, is basically there's three different uh, peace options now. Uh, basically, one is you achieve right. your war goals, because the game has a whole system of, like, um, like, uh, <clears throat> Cassus Belly now, you need to, like, make claims on systems. Right, okay. And uh, the way the, the thing works is, you know, you can either enforce those, like your claims, or do what they call a status quo piece, which isn't the same as a white piece in other games. Like, basically it means that if you occupy a claim and you status quo, you keep it. But if they occupy some of yours and they have a claim on it, they keep that. Right. It's a bit It's a bit weird. And basically if, if war exhaustion runs up to 100 for you or the enemy. Like if if the enemy's war exhaustion is 100, basically you can enforce a status quo piece on them, which can feel a bit a bit wonky, a bit unfair at times, especially with how fast war exhaustion runs up currently. Cuz it can feel like just a couple big space battles and then you're at 100% and if they occupy a system, you just lose it. But yeah, I mean there's a lot of things I like about it. The new territory system I think is better, feels a lot more easily understandable because basically before uh every like system you have like mining stations in or have a planet in and so on or a frontier outpost exerted like a border force basically you know your borders would just expand yeah you had to, yeah. You had to put on like a central is that like a command post a frontier outpost That's yeah it. or like a you know, or, or like a planet and it basically just exudes a border radius but now, basically, you build star bases in every system you control. That's how you, like, yeah. say you control it. And I think that works a lot better. I like that. 
You can like upgrade them into better ones, and there's a lot more focus because they actually got rid of um two of the FTL travel systems they had before. Well, didn't get rid of them, but they don't. They're not like default anymore. Because uh, before you had uh, hyperlanes, which was like the you know connections between systems, warp and wormhole. Yeah, and so. Uh, <clears throat> basically in warp you could jump between systems at will but it would take a long time but now it's only hyperlanes unless you research jump drives or uh, find wormholes or make stargates okay basically it's now it's a lot more it feels a lot more balanced around it it feels like it makes more sense and there's a lot of uh, like choke point mechanics yeah because I'd never I don't think I'd ever really delve that deep into like testing out different warp mechanics yeah, because there was basically so there were there were lots of things that I never quite got the hang of. There's a lot of stuff in the game. Like I, ne- I was I was really bad at war. War war was really rough before. Honestly, I think it's a lot. It makes more sense now. Well, like it always before, it always felt like I'd spend a long time trying to build up an army, but I just couldn't build it fast enough to have it beat the thing I needed to beat. Like I'd, yeah, I kind of know what you mean. So but like, I'd finally like it would take ages. Like so, you get these like. You get like the army strength. Of, like I finally built a thousand strength army to arrive, and it's like oh, they've they've got a ten thousand strength army. Yeah, I mean, part of that is like they've changed the way that building ships works now, and I think it's a lot easier to put out a fleet quickly because basically now you can build more than one shipyard on a, a station, so it can build ships uh, in parallel. Oh, okay. Before it was basically in series. And so there's a lot less of a focus on having, like, one big stack. Because now, like, each fleet can only have a certain number of ships in it. And I feel like it's it's a lot more balanced in that way now. But, yeah, a lot of that's just, like... Yeah, there's a lot of mechanics like, aren't that clearly explained. Yeah, I guess it was because, like, there was, it was so... It, it was very granular in terms of, like, you've got, cust- you've got, like, standard ship designs, but then you can also custom build... Yeah, every, change every, the every level of ship. Yeah, that's still the case, and I think it honestly matters more now than it used to. Like I, but, like I, I enjoyed doing it, but I just didn't feel like I knew. Yeah, knew what you were doing. Yeah. I know the feeling. It's pretty baffling at first, and it's still pretty baffling for me. It's, but I don't know. Before, I guess it was just like even even depending on what you had in your ship thing, it was kind of just who had the biggest pile of ships yeah it was weird because it was like here are here is this super like detailed system where you can fine-tune ships to do different things like you can create a ship that just has loads of point defense guns yeah and like you can create all these like interesting custom roles and tweak loads of things but then it kind of all just gets represented as a big number yeah just a big number and, and it, i mean it's like oh is it is it even relevant because a lot of the time it's just decided by who has the bigger number I mean, it it was kind of relevant in certain ways, but in a lot of ways it wasn't because well, I, th- I people, think it's like, as, as depended if the game initially, I think it's just less hard to see. Yeah, yeah. But generally, no one would have like a really specialized fleet. Like, let's just say if you before, if you had let's just say an enemy that you knew relied a lot on shields and not a lot on hull strength, you could build like disruptors, which would just tear their shields down. Um, but now, well, it's still the same really now, but a lot of the time, you know, people wouldn't sacrifice one thing too much for the other and would just build something that's kind of in the middle. 
And so, yeah, a lot of the time it was just a bigger number, really. But yeah, I don't know. I really like Stellaris. I just like... There's a lot of things that are really fiddly and kind of get in the way of kind of the central thing, but, you know, playing around with different government types, different, like, ways of playing the game, because you can play the game anywhere from being, like, a massive expansionist to being, like, just owning one planet and just focusing on your, yeah. your technology and your society and stuff. Yeah, like, that's the thing, because like, I kind of got into it, like, oh, it's going to be an exciting space war game. But I think it was, I never quite got, because there was a lot to get the hang of there. And yeah. what I ended up enjoying the most <clears throat> was just like very chilled single player games where I'm just, you're just kind of exploring. Yeah, there's a, there is a high wall there. And yeah, single player, I'd, I'd always recommend a lot of single player just, yeah. just taking it easy. Because it, 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 you can fine tune a lot of the game's details in single player. Like, let's just say if you're playing it, you're trying to get the hang of it, you can set it to, I don't know. Maybe a, a smaller galaxy, less empires, you can turn down the AI aggressiveness. Yeah, I think I said it to a really large galaxy, but not that many empires. So it was just a kind of yeah. nice... Uh, I was kind of playing it as that, like, this that kind of... In sci-fi when humanity just takes the stars and they're expanding and they haven't hit the deadly alien race yet. And it's like, yeah, this is all great. That's fun in its own way. Nothing can go wrong here. <laughs> but yeah, it was just nice, like, slowly spreading... My bird people or my sentient bird fungus people. or my people sometimes. Yeah. Just kind of out across the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Like like I was saying earlier, we should definitely get a, a bits and pieces Stellaris game going. Yeah. Show the world our, yeah. our skills. We should. Anyway, they're bad. But that yeah, the other, good. the other thing you said that I've been playing, yeah. which is yeah, true. Into the Breach. Into the Breach. The breach. Yes. And considering... The other topic has to do with being constantly aware of what cool new things everyone else is playing. Into the Breach is a cool new thing that everyone else I'm, is playing. I'm super jealous. And I keep hold, I held off on getting it because <coughs> just about every new game that I see now, I'm like, maybe it'll come out on the Switch. And I kind of yeah. wanna, <laughs> I think it could work on the Switch, honestly, because it, it does not, seem perfect like, for it. Cause it's just the UI isn't complicated and it's yeah turn-based. There's no... But it's just... It's it's really good, like, you know, it's laser-focused, and I mean, you know, it's by the guys that made FTL, they know what they're doing with this kind of thing. It's like 8x8 grid, different objectives, and, you know, feels like, feels like a game of weird Pacific Rim chess. Which I'm so up for, though, as well, so I've... I've Oh, I've nearly bought it about five times in the past week. <laughs> it's it's good. It's really enjoyable. I mean, it's one of those games where I go from thinking, you know, this is really incredible. Like, I'm sitting there, like, like Magnus Ericsson over here, just, like, is that his name? Like, no, I think I've got someone, I think I've got two names confused. The, the chess guy, uh, Magnus. Magnus something. Anyway, only chess guy I I'm too... Th- would be, what's it, Gary Kasparov? I'm too thick to even remember the names of chess people, so I'm obviously not very good at this. So yeah, you know, sitting there, like, stroking my imaginary massive beard, being like, what will my next move be? And then, <laughs> and then, like, 20 minutes later, all my guys die, and I'm just like, this game is a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> what idiot designed this? But yeah, it's mostly just me being dumb, making stupid mistakes, because... The game can feel like, you know, obviously it's turn-based, you get a lot of time to consider it, and if you make your moves really carefully, it can feel just extremely rewarding. But then, if you just have a, a momentary lapse of conversa- conversation? Concentration. Like, 
that's just that can ruin an entire run because like I mean I had two mechs that were really kind of tanky high health values and one that wasn't and basically the one that wasn't was a way to get hit by a, a five damage attack and I just forgot didn't notice hit end turn it got whacked and just everything went went south from there and I lost because oh basically you have obviously there's your max health but more importantly the energy grid which is like your campaign health um, yeah. and as buildings take damage that goes down and like that, that gives like a really interesting like dynamic where you want to avoid damage to these buildings and in many ways like damage to your mech isn't as important at all as yeah. damage to the buildings so you like want to block shots if you can't actually prevent them from happening like <clears throat> it's really interesting it's just is the it's so you you play on a little like grid square like it's this super- 8 by 8 grid yeah it's a super cute it, look, it looks like a sort of this sort of beautiful pixel sort of 3D game board or like board game board or basically like. is yeah it it would not be difficult to make a board game version of into the breach basically <laughs> I don't think it'd be difficult uh, at all. I'm a big fan of. I really like mech games. I don't, they're not not as many of them as there should be because I um. This year I play. I played through um, Front Mission Three um, on my Vita, and that's like a, a cool mech game of tactics and stuff. And well, there's yeah. um, is, is it uh, is it BattleTech? It's coming out. Yeah, yeah that's coming out pretty soon. Saw a, it is. Yeah, saw a trailer for that, that well. before a YouTube video. Yeah. I am so ready for a new Armored Core game. I've been so tempted to buy one of the PSP ones to play an Armored Core. Is that the one that has like the ridiculous <laughs> controller with like 37 buttons? No, that's... What is that again? That's... Is that Steel Division? Steel, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Armored Core is by the same guys who made Dark Souls. Ah. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's the one with... It's got pretty silly mechs and yeah, jetpacks and laser swords. Yeah, it's like fast-paced third-person perspective. Did I say Steel Division? Stuff. It's not Steel you Division. Customize... Steel Division is a, a real-time strategy game. No. Oh yeah, I've, that's I, ha- I I have that game and I've played it and it's, enjoyed it and it's not. Sorry that. for interrupting you there, Nevi. I just thought I'm being oh, stupid. Why is it division? It's got division in it. <laughs> Arm, armor, it's arm, the division armor. by Ubisoft. <laughs> arm divi- armor division, division. I, I don't know. Anyway, I'll keep keep on. You you guys talk. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll research. So I remember, I remember yeah, the Connect no. version that had like you were, but you were trying to connect controls for this. Mask. Oh yeah, and it was terrible. And he had like simu- like motion pulling a periscope up to your face, or like it had a, it had a really cool like aesthetic though, because it was like it was a bit almost like Fallouty, where it was like well, it was just, like mechs in a world without microcomputers. Well, it looked it looked a bit like um, sort of like World War Two. Tankers, if like if you've seen Fury, Steel Battalion, uh, Steel Battalion, yeah, okay, yeah, that's it. Steel Battalion, okay, so Steel Division, Steel Battalion, okay, okay, yeah, like if you, right, it, so like, it looked saying, like if you've seen Fury, like, <laughs> oh yeah, that sort of like tank aesthetic, or like on the like the inside, but you're you're inside a giant sort of, yeah, sort of what's it, diesel yeah. punk mech, yeah, basically, yeah, I I mean I'm sure that you could have something similar for the for some of the armored core ones because. They are the combat system is quite complicated, and the whole thing is quite complicated. You can customize your mech down to like 
the screws that you use to bolt everything together <laughs> the most. Uh, Phillips you, you head like or flat head? Every possible part of it. Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. You can customize, like, so much of it. And it always had these, like, ridiculous, like, melodramatic storylines that and the kids were just so hard as well. I re- yeah. Oh, I really miss them. I really want a new one. I was really tempted to get... I saw that one of them's on the PS3 store. One of the ones that I never played, and I was like, oh, they're really good. It's only £10. <laughs> just, I'm trying not to buy any new games at the moment, because I have a backlog. <laughs> Fun things that I've not played, so... Adding more things to it is not a good plan, but uh, build the pile, mate. I, I I expect that from software I'm going to announce a new Armored Core game soon. Please, soon. I really want a next gen one. Yes, for yeah, it'd be really nice if they weren't awesome. if they weren't so busy just making Souls games, basically. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm kind of done with. Them. Well, now now I, they've I, done I, Dark Souls HD, they've got to do Dark Souls two and three HD. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah and then, a big roadmap of remastering and then and then bloodborne 4k and then, <laughs> and then, then dark souls 4k dark souls 1 2 3 the master chief collection i mean the servers for demon souls it's quite quite sad news actually that the servers for demon souls went down i think last week yeah it like, raises my favorite souls game as well actually i've never really completed it the close second yeah, Tony Hawk's has broken all all contact with Activision. Tony, oh no, oh no, not Tony. What are they going to do without Tony? Shocking news. <laughs> There's your news. Not, 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 Activision are going to go bust now, aren't they? Yeah, I know there, there, yeah, call, there were calls Tony on him to try and get the Pro Skater servers back up. Right, it's tangentially related to Dark Soul to Demon Soul servers going down somehow. Yeah. That's fair, that's fair. Um, yeah, no, I, I really want a new Armored Core game. It's, it's, yeah, I'd be very happy if they announced you. It's one of those, it's one of those franchises that's like, it's so, it's more complicated than it ever possibly needs to be. And I love it because it is just this weird thing. Um, yeah. Hopefully it's... they'll make one that's like, that, like they can give it like the, the most of the world treatment of make it so that other people can actually enjoy this weird thing that is really good. True. Until now has been too dense for I, most people to get into. I kind of bounced off Armored Core a few times. Yeah, it's one of those things like you have to actually like commit time to try and like like learn it and like get used to what it's like and stuff. It's a, it's it's a strange franchise. I bounced off it in the PS2 days and then got into the PS3 ones. But yeah. It's a strange, strange game series. Strange beast. It is, but I want a new one. Anyway, what were we talking about? I feel like I derailed uh, that. Oh, no, it's um, of the breach. It's fine. It's it's done. It's done. Oh yeah, I was, t- I was saying about um, similar sounding game that I did play very somewhat recently, but only dabbled with. Uh, Battalion nineteen forty four. Uh, yep. Steel Battalion to Battalion. Yeah, well, is... it was because was, <laughs> I tried it out at EGX last year, or EGX Res in London. Uh, I, which I seem to all the games I need to play because I tried also tried out Steel Division, so it was a very confusing time of Steel Division, Steel Division Battalion. No, <laughs> no, I tried out Steel Division Normandy forty four and also Battalion nineteen forty four. Yeah, right. Um, but no, it's basically a basically a group of devs who really liked Call of Duty two multiplayer and wanted 
to make Call of Duty 2 multiplayer. And so that's what they've done. They've created a, a right. World War 2 multiplayer shooter. Plays very nicely. You know, sort of lots of sort of uh, power, like bolt action rifles that are kind of... It's very, it's a very, it is very much a sort of super twitch shooter. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. quite lethal, but looks quite nice. Um, and yeah, I sort of had a go at it in EJX, and I was like, that's quite fun. And then they released it a couple of weeks, like a month ago maybe, uh, with, I think it was I think it was just, just at the end of January, and it was like 12 quid. I was like, wow, that's super reasonable. And it plays really nicely, but, and they had these big ideas for it that it would become like an eSport, and they've put some sort of, lot of effort into making it kind of eSport ready. Like it's got a kind of competitive mode, which is basically like uh, CSGO, where one team's got to plant a bomb on one of two objectives. And it's, yeah. You yeah. Know, it's, it's single life and you play 10 rounds and then rotate. Um, and then there's also arcade, but it's also, it's got like a, you know, like a competitive ranked mode. Uh, but yeah, I got it like sort of a week or two after, uh, after it came out. And I think it's, I think it's launched into sort of early, I can't remember, is it in early access? I think so. But basically there's no one playing it and yeah, it's, shame shame. basically there was like one basically the competitive ranked mode is sort of greyed out and keeps saying oh we're gonna launch soon i think it now has okay so you and so you can either play arcade and and like trying to get in our game in arcade was painful because it was just a lot of kind of running around the map waiting for it to fill up with players ah okay and so occasionally you want people would jump in and you just have these like Games are just repeatedly killing the same, like two, like three of you in the map, just waiting for it to fill out. Or you could play the like the the unranked competitive game mode, and there's a server of about ten people in Europe, I think, who are all really really good and just hate anyone that isn't as good as them. Oh, nice! So I had like two games of just being told I was crap. And I was like, well, it's literally just these people playing. So didn't feel the like didn't feel a massive urge to boot it up again. It's like well That's a shame. You know, you're like you're crap and it's like, well you're not wrong, but at the same time <laughs> You're not super friendly about it. Yeah, it's like I yeah. mean, how am I supposed to become good at the game? It's like I mean I feel like I'm doing okay. I'm not great, but I get like it's you know, the only people I can play with are you ten people that are all incredibly good it's not it's not even that old though is it is it really that it came out a bigger this yeah. month uh, last month rather and it's already kind of barren kind of yeah i mean maybe it'll pick up but yeah there's just it was just re- like it was really difficult to get a game in arcade and yeah in competitive there's just a tiny number of people who are who were kind of unfriendly and very very good already so you were just like so you couldn't really learn the game because yeah, it's it's an unforgiving difficult mode, yeah. and it's a shame because I was playing it, being like, "This would be really fun if I had like five other friends and we could just play free for all every now and again." Yeah, because it, it it does re- it like it just it just creates like that nice kind of old multiplayer shooter really well. Yeah, it's kind of weird that that's considered to be like an. Like an, old, like an old thing now, but I guess it is. Yeah, it's basically, of... basically, if you really liked early 
noughties what like the multiplayer in early noughties world with two shooters yeah like i imagine what is it like pretty lethal but i imagine is there yeah I mean, it's kind of pretty lethal. non-regenerating health health packs no, yeah so there's no, no, uh i think yeah non-regenerating maybe the health does regenerate a little bit but, but yeah everything everything's like pretty lethal there's lots of like bunny hopping and sort of crouching and yeah i feel like sort it, of it's like almost a shame because yeah like you can sort of effectively i feel like it's kind of released in a obviously they they were pretty keen to play another one i feel like it might have kind of released in a in a moment where the mood is more towards like very realistic games like by and large i think there's a lot of like really realistic military shooters coming out and not a lot of kind of more arcadey historical ones yeah like it's not like because it's not like call of duty which is like super arcadey and has tons of customization this is just like choose which weapon you want at the start of the game <laughs> would you would you like a submachine gun or would you like a sniper rifle like there's not and I think I think there's a skin system which they're hoping to launch, but I think yeah, like maybe if you, you know, if you it what it reminds basically because like, speaking to the devs, they were like, oh, we super like we play every lunchtime and have a great time and just between all of us. And I think I cracked. Yeah. Have you know? Have you seen the American Office where there's like an episode where basically they're all playing Call of Duty Two in the office. <laughs> all right. Uh, I've never seen it. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna suffer the same problem because, like, basically, like one of the got like one of the nicknames that one of them like has is is, uh, big tuna, is one of the like player names that. Is it player? I don't. I'm probably probably pissing off both office players and people that haven't seen it. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's like the screen name or like the nickname of that gets given to. One of my main characters playing Call of Duty 2 because he's not very good at it. And it's right. kind of like, why is everyone playing this game? But yeah, I was chatting to the devs and they're like, oh yeah, every every lunchtime we break out and we play we play it. Uh, mm. And then one of them was like, oh yeah, and, and referred to like one of his friends, another guy on the team as Big Tuna. I was like, oh yeah, yeah just, like, just like The Office. That's quite funny. And then they're like, the what? <laughs> I was like, uh... like, like in the like in the office with the guy that's gets the nickname Big Tuna and they all play Call of Duty Two, and they're like, I don't know. I was like, I guess it's probably one of those weird things where it's kind of just a, a like filtration, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I, I imagine that might be why he's called that yeah. in an indirect kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> that's the genealogy of his of his online. But yeah, game. no, the dev team were just like just, they seemed nice. The guy I met, they were just like, yeah, yeah basically I mean, they were just these guys sounds- that just absolutely loved. Call of Duty 2 multiplayer. Yeah, it sounds like they've they've made the kind of game that they want to play, which I have a lot of respect. Yeah, for. and it's just saying, like they it's they've done a, a good job doing it. Like it 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 just feels nice to play. There's a, there's a couple of interesting maps. I feel like <clears throat> depending on how well it's promoted, it might be one of those games that picks up after a few Steam sales. Yeah, maybe. but I also feel bad thinking about it that way because it's like, you know. I just think, like, I mean, did just like jumping into it right down. now. There's just not a huge amount. I just didn't have great times. It's like, well, I've got, there's no one, like, there's no, no one's playing the arcade mode, or like the only thing I can replay really is just this ridiculously serious 
esports mode with a lot of people that are yeah. very good and not that have a huge amount of time. Is it players. is it like a is it launched or is it still early access? It's early access. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess yeah. there's there's still hope. Yeah, they they can have a, they can have a big launch and sort of pick it up from yeah. there. Um. Hard. I think, think having like a Steam review of Mixed really damages a game as it releases. People just look at the Mixed and then go, no. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess <laughs> if, if you're really hard. I don't know if you if you have fond memories of early Naughty's Land parties where you played the shooters, call up, do what they do in the Call of Duty adverts, and call up all your old friends and be like, let's get Battalion 1944, and you'll have a nice time. <laughs> it's, it's no time splitters though, is it? And that's that's the game we need. Yeah. Play. No time splitters. When when's the new time splitters, boys? I want to be <laughs> yeah, a duck. No. Exactly. Oh, nobody likes the short characters. <laughs> no, that's true. Cheating. Well, <laughs> yeah, the, the monkey. Yeah. Odd job, and mate. <laughs> it's cheating being those ones that you know it. <laughs> anyway, um. Let's let's wrap up let's, with a with a nice gentle final. Let's wrap topic. up with the, the yeah gentle. Yeah, what what's a gentle topic? Yeah, so I was I was I mean, raise this, but like I don't know. I was like, we see how do you game when you're so bloody busy all the time? Is the I think is the what, the title. I, I saw this. I saw this in the, in the show notes, right? And uh, you know, I I was thinking about it. I am after all a, a doctor of life advice. That's you know, I'm licensed somewhere. And, you know, the, the question was, how do you do this without feeling guilty about being productive? Or how do you get in the way when you're such a, a productive person in your life? The answer is, be less productive. <laughs> the answer is, get less done and spend more time playing video games. Yeah. That's um, just, well, that's like, all I've got to say, boys. Yeah. Well, like, that's the thing. We, like, I think the three of us have, like, radically different sort of schedules. And yeah. just like when we have free time, but it's like yeah. well, I I just feel like super like as I like so I, I, I mean, I'm in a very lazy like post student sort of floating environment, not doing a lot. I mean, I, I work, but not exactly high stress. Yeah, and what yeah. I mean, you you have like an I mean, never you're you're basically freelance, aren't you? Yeah, I am. And I am. So I'm in that perpetual state of, do I have enough work to uh, be able to pay rent next <laughs> month? <laughs> oh, sort fun. Of mode. Yeah, and I have that sort of niggle at the back of my mind where I'm like, in May, I do I have any work? <laughs> and so, and yeah. but George, you have like a you go to an office. Yeah, do you? I've got a pretty standard. You nine, commute nine, in nine, in London nine, to an office nine to six job. Oh, really, Jesus, really fancy office chairs and. Fancy office you... cutlery, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> office oh. cut. But he's got a, got a fucking kettle in a room. <laughs> there is a room Whoa. with a kettle in it, yeah. <laughs> Probably has a fridge as well, eh? It has two. Oh, gosh. Jesus It's a, it's a, sh- it's a shared fridges. kitchen between several companies. <laughs> oh, okay. Communal. <laughs> yeah, I guess when... But I don't know, like, yeah. That like, is the question, isn't it? Like, I don't know, like, I feel how like... How do you balance it? I don't know, I always feel like I'm very busy, and so... Like I was yeah. saying, I've been house hunting. I'm house hunting again, which takes like loads of my time. But it's like, hey, no, hey, yeah, like gaming's the thing that you know, it's it's a hobby, and 
so often a lot of the time it's like I want to just unwind in game but a lot of the time it's like that like niggly feeling that like like it's it's you know it's false but there's that like sense of like I'm playing, playing but I feel like I should be doing something productive yeah and it's like yeah. I don't no, mean, you, like, do, you don't need to be like you're you're gaming that's per- a perfectly valid use of your time but it's that, that like yeah, false yeah. sort of subconscious thought that kind of creeps up in the back of your mind it's like oh you should be and it it's one of those weirdly like like paralyzing things as well where it's like you know you sit there staring at your video games like maybe i should play one of these and you think maybe i should be productive instead yeah and then as a result you do neither yeah like it can ruin like you just sit there stressing yeah and often like it's almost sort of energy sapping so a lot of the games that i want to be making progress in i end up just like i think part of it is like if you're kind of if you if you're feeling kind of low energy Sometimes it just like stops me from playing certain games, and I'll just be like, "Oh, I'll just dip into something to like what like the easiest thing that I have to think about for you know, I'll dip in for yeah. half an hour." And so often, like yeah. things that have a he- like a heavy story, I want to be like, "Oh, I know, I want to, I want to, dev- I want to devote my full attention to that and like appreciate it." Yeah, and I think that was kind of what stopped like part of what stopped me from playing Mass Effect Andromeda like, last year was it kind of came out and I was particularly like stressed for a couple of those months and so it was just like i never like i never was able to like properly sit down and get into the story because i was always just like ah oh, no i can't really that's kind of, i don't want to be making heavy decisions that i want to be like investing in i, I, yeah, I, I just want to be like dipping into a little bit of overwatch or just something easy yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I've, I've still not managed to finish the uh, the DL, the second DLC of The Witch 3, because I'm like, I really want to just, like, get into it. Like, I, I, need, I want, like, set aside, like, an afternoon where I can just get into it and then, like, do a load of missions and, like, cause, because, like, I don't want to go and, like, do half an hour, because I'll kind of do, like, half a mission or, like, one thing that feels incredibly inconsequential, whereas I could instead just, I don't know, play Mini Metro on my tablet for half an hour, just chill. Yeah. I've been okay with Witch Three. I think I've, I've been sort of, I've been decl- like playing it less and less recently. But mm. for a while, I was just dipping into it and treating it as like a little detective serial because I just dip in and just do a side mission. Yeah, which is quite that's nice. Yeah. I think the thing with games is like there's always a question of like, what do you want a game to do for you at that point in time, right? Because you know sometimes I yeah you don't want to play a game that has very like heavy decision making, or might I don't know. Well, it's not just, and then yeah. you, you'll play something else instead. Like I feel like because games are pretty varied in what they want you to experience, that's kind of valid, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, some, I I, really, I, just, I think sometimes just like it's a game where it's like I want to make sure I connect with this fully, and so I don't yeah. want to because I'm not ready to like fully invest my attention in the game. I don't like waste it. Yeah, that, that's fair. I think I've got, mm-hmm. I've definitely got games I've downloaded that I really want to like spend time and do. Um, but at the same time, I've really appreciated just I finished playing um, the Telltale Batman game the last week, and it was just nice. It's like in an evening I can just me and my girlfriend we can just be just just chill, watch play this game that's essentially a TV series. Uh, it's a nice game. Like you kind of there's not really anything massively like taxing about it it's mostly just occasionally make a button input it's not really it's quite it's just it's quite chilled and like 
don't know. Because after like after a day of work, I don't really feel like like sitting down and playing like something that requires like a lot of attention almost, or like a lot of like quick reactions. If I'm just tired. Oh, okay, that's that's funny. I was I was almost I, the opposite with the last yeah. time I played was the, the Game of Thrones game, and like yeah, that for me was like these kind of high stress, just kind of hour episodes because I'd like. I'd, probably, I'd sort of get myself in the the sort of the zone so I'd be like right I'm gonna sit down turn off the lights I'm gonna watch this almost like a like sort of like sort of sitting in to watch a film and then I'd sort of get yeah. you know high stress moments of like oh shit what decision do I make I think it's it's different for different ones like like the Batman one and the tell the uh, the Borderlands ones like you ostensibly know that Batman is going to win it's going to be fine in the Tales of the Borderlands ones, you're just you're just picking jokes. Which joke do you want to have? Like, <laughs> there's, there's no peril like there is in like the like say like the Walking Dead. Ones. Yeah, I guess Game of Thrones like, is similar because like, like you invest in characters. oh god, which which like how do I save everyone if I make the bad decision? Everyone dies. Yeah, like the the Batman one is basically like like watching like once like a Batman TV series, like the cartoon version or something that used to be on TV. <laughs> it's like it's a bit like that. It's just like it's it's just nice fiction that's there. Like you could feel like you have an impact on the world a little bit, even though it's that telltale thing where you don't really have a massive impact. But yeah, it's just it's sort of it's just, it's just a, a nice sort of escape from having to do stuff that's overly complicated. Yeah, I often go for like high, almost like sort of high action, but not a lot of thought required games. So like Just Cause would probably be just one time just my like go to kind of just switch off game. Yeah. Uh, and kind of killing floor to extent as well. Just games where it's like just fast action and just kind of e- like fast, easy yeah. action, basically. I guess like you know, just using the kind of mechanistic parts of your brain. Yeah, it's just, like can I just tap the X button a lot on my controller? Just letting them take over. <laughs> Does that do it? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's one of the reasons I. I mean, as much as I like them, I do find games like FTL and Into the Breach and stuff kind of stressful. Because I'm either in, oh, like, yeah. one or two modes of mind, like, with them, where it's, like, I either feel everything really intensely, like, you know, every decision has to be really important. And that's, like, like it's it's good, but, like, stressful. Yeah. Or I, I feel like it's the opposite, where I, I don't really enjoy them because I don't feel invested at all, and I just... He's just like, ah, oh, blew up again. Eh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing um, Rogue Legacy on my Vita, and that's a similar thing where I like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll dip into Rogue Legacy see if I can't do like the the well, like the third boss. Like, yeah, I can't do the third boss today, and then I die within like the first thirty seconds, and then my bubble just gets popped, and I'm like, oh, fuck this. Nah, turn it off. <laughs> no, not happening. No, no, too much. Yeah, either not spend a, either spend a long time on them at once, or just turn them off after about ten minutes. Just. Yeah. Yeah. yeah going back to the like that productive feeling like i um yeah like throughout uni i had and like probably before that in, in secondary school i used to have real trouble like like why would i do work when i could just do something fun and i, I like had to train my brain always to like like discipline or something to like be like right now i'm not allowed to do that until i've done the good things and then i can reward myself by by playing a game which then Rather than 
uh, it feels like, oh, I should have done something else. It's like, it's a reward. You're like, well done me. I did a good thing. I get to go and, and sit down and play a game. So sometimes on a weekend, uh, my girlfriend works shifts, so sometimes either way. So I like, like I'll do like, like most times, for example, past couple of weekends, I've like done a hunt, and then I'll go do something productive, and I'll sit down and do another hunt. And I kind of break it up like that. So I never feel massively guilty about about sitting and like play a game for like six hours uh, because I feel like I've done stuff in between. Even though, in theory, I have, between those doing those little things, I have sort of sat down and played Monster Hunter for six hours. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I feel like, you know, speaking of like Breath of the Wild, like I've always found it like really soothing. Yeah, I've been finding Cause, that. I've cause, been, like, jumping into it when I can on the tube or just like quiet yeah. moments. It's just so nice because you can just you can either just wander about, enjoy the scenery, maybe find some some animals, get some collect some stuff. Yeah, because yeah. just just thinking about all this stuff stress me out. Mm-hmm. One one of the like this is a this is a weird thing. It kind of reminds me of what you were talking about, Nevi. But I find like. If I'm, it's kind of bad because I've done it when I know I really shouldn't be. Like last year when I needed to do my dissertation and I bought Persona Five. Um, yeah. But I find games like Persona weirdly like they almost let me like indulge in a kind of fantasy of ordering my life well. <laughs> if yeah, that makes sense, because it's like it's like oh yeah, you know, I mean, I'm getting him. He's going to classes. He's answering all the questions right. You know, he's studying in his spare time. What's well, the and? Do you get it like? Like if you're if you're like you're playing games at night and you're tired and it's like I should really go to bed, so you just meditate or sleep in game. <laughs> so, so like I, it'll be like like I'd have I get it playing like The Witcher or like Skyrim and it'll be like you know it's one a.m. It's like I should go to bed, and then I end up just like going and making my character sleep, and then it's like oh it's fine now I can keep going. Oh no, dear! No, I've never done that. I get it occasionally. No, I, I get it occasionally. I've, I've ever got that. I was just like, I was like, oh, well, you know. So I'm feeling tired. I was like, oh, I should just make my character rest. You know, replenish their potions. And keep going. <laughs> that is t- taking role playing to the nth degree. That is. <laughs> that is, yeah, impressive. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. I mean, I will. I will say, don't like after a long day's work, don't play something that's quite depressing, like. Um, everybody's gone to the rapture because it's just not a good time. I, yes. I was playing that the other, the other day after being, after working for nearly 10 hours. I was like, I really want to finish it. Sat down for about 10 minutes. I was like, oh, fucking hell, everybody's shit. <laughs> everybody's leading lives and they're all dying and they're all turned into this weird energy stuff. And like, it was like, compared to the time before I was playing it, I was like, this is really good. It's like, really atmospheric and really nice and like it's really interesting like unfolding story where you just you pick up the bits of narrative as you wander around and then like the day after it's like oh fucking hate everything <laughs> yeah and, uh, you have to pick pick the game to fit the mood and uh you should yeah, yeah, definitely. for it because it, oh. it's a release and you need it so yeah i, I feel I like know. i, I kind of get that like there's kind of this uh it's mentioned in the, the show notes that you made about like you know fear of missing out almost, and I get that especially when there's like a you know like almost like a serious kind of art game, like one that you know it's highly regarded that I feel like I should be playing. Yeah. But yeah, totally. Like I don't really think that you should feel like bad 
for playing a game that isn't like that because I feel like you need to be in the right frame of mind or either it won't work or it won't hit you in the right way you know it's make you feel kind of I don't know fatigued yeah yeah, yeah I, was, I was thinking like maybe that's a weird way to put it I think part of the like the fear of like not playing it's not, sometimes it's not even like the cool latest game it's that like I should be playing so, I guess it's, sometimes it's like oh I really need to be playing something new and exciting so I can chat about it on the podcast or <laughs> and like it's sometimes it's that or it's like I don't know, like when you're on like when you're on Twitter or I think Twitter particularly. Oh, it's really bad oh, for it. Bad for it yeah. Everything, <laughs> every like cultural event is like you feel like you're not participating yeah. properly. Well, it's like, Twitter gives yeah. you that false sense that you are like part of the conversation, and so yeah, like you're following like you know, all of the sort of like video games journalists and people I follow, and it's like oh, I'm I'm you know it's like. I aspire to be an active contributor to part of that conversation. And so they're like, it's like, I want to be, I want to be part of the cool video game intelligentsia, but I'm not, like, <laughs> I just don't have the time to. Yeah. There's just like this weird feeling that you need to like keep up with people because you want to understand what they're saying, because it's almost like they're speaking to you. And you, if you don't get it, it's like, it's like if someone was speaking to you in person and something went straight over your head, but it was obviously like important to them, yeah. and you didn't yeah. get it. And I, I get that feeling all the time with Twitter, where it's just like it's like I, I don't I don't know what this is. Like I feel like I should <laughs> be part of this, even yeah, if yeah. I'm even if I'm not. And it's even like if, and even it's if because you're 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 seeing like hunt like you know a hundred people play a range of games, but it feels yeah. like it, but it it mushes it down. So suddenly yeah, it's it, like, oh, every person is playing these 30 games and yeah. you know they've all completed them and done got loads of progress but and I, f- I feel like with with the way twitter is and how much like we tend to read it a lot because i don't know about you guys but i'm really bad for just refreshing twitter all the time and like even if like let's just say a few people i follow start tweeting about the same thing there's just this enormous sense that you're just missing out on it like like oh this is a big thing now and i'm i'm not i'm not up to date yeah, oh, I, I think I came to terms with a while ago that I'm just not up to date. Like I, I just like, okay, I, li- I, I listen to podcasts and stuff about stuff that's happening that's new, and then if I if, it, if it's something that's like really important, I'll add it to like a wish list or something. Yeah, yeah, and I'll get to it in the future. I, I, I gave up on like the sort of, like, and then keeping up to date with yeah. the current curve because it's impossible yeah in fairness like it's like they do it but it's their job half yeah. the time like they're either professional like game streamers or they're like actual game journalists and it's like they can keep up with it because you know that's what they do yeah and you know you yeah it's I like, mean, we, we obviously have our own pretensions but you know that's why we've got our own podcast yeah, which is it's important like, it's, yeah, it's cultural so cornerstone Video games are expensive. Like they are. Like, I just I cannot afford to buy every new release because of money. Yeah, totally. And yeah. Well, this so, topic's heavy, isn't it? It's never. Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying before, like Monster Hunter World was like the first new game I bought since Final Fantasy Fifteen. Like, that's insane to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And I, I just yeah, I just don't follow the marketing hype so. I only buy games that I know that like 
I've genuinely been looking forward to for a while, or I, I think will be genuinely really good. Otherwise, just wait a year, because single-player game is a single-player game, doesn't matter when you play it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I don't know, because I, I, I was a wee bit late to the party on the Switch, and I, you know, I, I, people had kind of stopped talking about it that much by the time I started playing, like, you know, Breath of the Wild and stuff. But it's still good. And then, you know, George, obviously you're getting into it now. And it's like, still good. Like, yeah, exactly. Link's, yeah. Link's Speedos will wait. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm a very, you know, I'm, I'm a year behind, like, I'm a year behind Breath of the Wild. I'm several years behind with The Witcher 3. Oh, I've, I've still not completed The Witcher 3. I've had it installed for so long. Just sitting there, staring at me. Tob Geralt, just looking at me intensely. <laughs> Um, anyway, anyway, a topic for another day. Indeed, indeed. Mostly because because this one's gone on too long. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, we've, we've an expansive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like we 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 got through the first hour, and I was like, well, you know, we're almost out of topics here, and then it's like time for the half hour stress cast. <laughs> talk about the stress cast. Talk about how things stress us out and how <laughs> you get your badges by the door and uh, <laughs> caffeine on your way in. You've got stress and anxiety, Do well, don't worry. We have them too. <laughs> you can just feel slightly sad. <laughs> yeah, you go. But please consult a real counselor. Yeah. Well, let's wrap up. Let's leave it on that note. Let's let's wrap let's it up, boys. It. Yes. Uh so yeah, thank you for listening to this uh, slightly longer podcast. Um, if you found us without the website attached, you can head on over to bitsandpieces.games and read all our cool articles, listen to some fun podcasts, and um, as I say, watch some videos, but I've not done any in ages. So um, uh, in the future, watch some videos, maybe of our Stellaris playthrough. That could be a fun thing that we may try and remember to do. Um, yeah. You can also find us on the social media at Twitter with Bits Plus Pieces or on Instagram and Facebook at those bits and pieces. That's all the things, isn't it? There's your, 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 your like, things. I'm always I'm always impressed by how quickly you can just jump into our intro and outro. Like it's a you're it, you're good it, at outro and intro. <laughs> oh, you can also follow us if you want on Twitch. We've got a Twitch account. It's never been streamed on. Bits plus right. pieces. Maybe maybe yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll start doing that. Exactly. <clears throat> I'm not convinced my internet could could hold a Twitch stream, so it might just be you guys. <laughs> Although I'm getting new internet soon, I just need to phone some people back to sort it out. <laughs> getting getting fiber optic, all this fancy stepping thing. into the the real world. I am, I am, I'm stepping into the digital age. Then you can download even more games and have your backlog grow and grow and grow until no. you never play a game again. I cannot download more than 10 games on my computer at once. I, I, <laughs> if I have more than 10 games, I'll look at my list of 10 and go, I don't know what to play, and then do something else. Like it, it's Just, just fall terrible. asleep on your desk. Yeah, it's the reason why I have to have my PS4 games sorted into categories. <laughs> Otherwise, I just look at the long list and I'll be like, oh. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Never forget Link's are. See you on another time. <laughs> Oh, look at his speeding. That that killed me, that did. (laughs) Smashed it.